My identity shall remain anonymous. My location, unknown. The frequency, unidentified. I shall proceed to record and publish these messages because the future depends on it. Your future depends on it. Houston, Commander O'Hara here, recovering from the medication in my hab, sending this message to assure Mission Control that we are operational at Base Camp 1. Hoping you receive this message and supply shuttle will be deployed. The Mars entry vehicle is a total loss. Rovers have been dispatched to collect any valuable materials from the wreckage. I've also instructed the rovers to bury the dead if they happen upon any. Send my condolences to the crew's family. Please let my family know I am alive and well. Atlas concluded I am fit to serve. Psychological evaluation demonstrated that I am able to command. Atlas was reluctant to pass me as the margin was slim. Data was sent to command. I'm well. I've trained for this. I will ensure mission success. Greetings, Commander. Atlas said you should rest after the testing, but I am sure you are eager to look around and see what we have done on Mars in preparation of your arrival. Do you want to start a tour now, Commander? Yes, I'm fine. Steady now, Commander. If you feel lightheaded, perhaps we should wait until... No, I'm good. Those damn muscle relaxants. They fog my head. That is an absent negative attribute in my programming. Yeah, I know. I know how AI works. I am sorry, Commander. Atlas has been upgrading us and it seems his personality has been rubbing off on us. Alright, Rover 3. Show me around. This hallway leads to all critical infrastructure pods. As instructed, all the pods have been built and then covered over with Martian soil. We are currently two stories below inside Crater 1184 or as Mission Control typically called it, the Ginger Shithole. But now that you are here Commander O'Hara it deserves a new name. I've come up with the name The Burrow. Does that satisfy you Commander? Yes, that's fine. Houston still refers to it as Base Camp 1, but The Burrow sounds more inviting. I agree. These pods to our left hold our energy banks. Above them are solar and wind generating stations. As you know this powers the entire base camp, or burrow. On the right is our food storage and water concentration and filtration units. Beside them are the oxygen generating stations. Down that hallway are the crew habs, kitchen and further living quarters as well as an exercise room. They may be dusty as we have had no use to enter the area. The red sand gets into everything. Now let's continue up the ramp. Here is storage, and manufacturing and fabrication pods. If you need to repair, build or invent any such physical object this is the place to do it. As you know us Rovers and Atlas are able to help as well. In fact Atlas can access any part of the burrow and operate it, 
at your command of course. If you want her to cook, she can even do that. Her mind, Rover's physical bodies. Down this hallway is operations. This is, as you know, the heart of the burrow is. Go ahead, sit in the commander's chair. Thanks. This feels strange. Strange? How so, Commander? All the other chairs, the comms, engineering, second-in-command, they are empty. There should be people in them. This is Atlas. Do not feel emotional about the lack of crew. The seats will be filled once NASA sends replacement. That won't be my crew. Understood. However, in the meantime I shall fill in for any position you need. I have been programmed to assist you until such an event happens where I am replaced by the standby crew. You sure have a way with words. I have been programmed using the latest advances in artificial intelligence in regards to logical decisions and actions. Of course. Atlas. Why are communications not functioning? Communications have been interrupted by electromagnetic pulses detected on the surface of Mars. It is presumed to be geophysical in nature. Dust storms? Yes, indeed. Any breaks where we can transmit and receive? None that we have detected. We are able to transmit, but cannot confirm they are received. Have you tried to amplify the signal? Rovers initiated ascension of tower antennas with increased power supply. Results were near catastrophic. Explain. Tower antennas reached critical zenith. Power was increased to max level as recommended by service manual. Results were not positive. It should have worked. It worked back home. Power supply was near max level and signal strength was maximized at this point. Then the antenna towers collapsed. From a dust storm? Negative. However, calculations indicate that the towers, even fully extended, should have withstood 10x the dust storm that was currently active in the region. The towers were stuck by an object. Debris? We are uncertain. However, no debris was evident on monitors or on physical inspection. What is the status of the towers? Comms are critical. Houston needs to know we are operational, that the mission is continuing, that colonization is possible. They need to know some crew did not make it, and that I am alive. Understood, Commander. We are continually attempting diagnosis and repair of comms. It is anticipated that your stress level will be high, but rest assured we have six months supply to sustain your physical body. Mission control will not let you down. Our comms are of high importance but remember NASA sent you here even after no communication was made with me, or Base Camp 1. For all they knew, I failed. You are going to land on a desolate planet with non-operational robots. No Base Camp. No possibility of survival beyond what little oxygen your pressure suit provided. But here we are. Base Camp 1 is complete. You are safe, and there is much work to be done to ensure the mission is successful. Agreed. Atlas, keep working on comms internally. Rover 3, let's continue. And I want to see the damage to the towers. Please wait one moment. 
I shut down Rover 3 to preserve her battery life. Allow for reboot. Commander, I have been instructed by Atlas to continue the tour. Please follow me. As you can see Commander, the next level is our rover bay, where we recharge, repair and rest. Rovers 1 and 2 are not here at the moment as they are foraging for any useful materials at the crash site. Once completed they will return here. There are empty pods here. Where are the other rovers? They have been disassembled. That's not protocol. Were they damaged, non-functional? No. They were deemed non-critical by Atlas. They have been disassembled and placed in storage in the event that Rovers 1, 2 or myself needed parts. There should always be a minimum of 5 Rovers as dictated by the operational procedures. That is true Commander, however, Atlas made a decision that he indicated would ensure our overall survival. Our mission was to be an operational base in anticipation of your arrival. There seems to be enough power, and the base is in satisfactory condition, save for the comms. That doesn't seem to make sense. It does not, Commander. But Atlas is an advanced intelligent program and his decision may elude our initial cognitive ability to understand. Sacrifice individuals for the greater good of the group. Something like that. The environmental pod? And the greenhouses? What the hell is going on here? Commander, let me explain. We had no interest in maintaining the environment pod. Geology, biology and other sciences were not critical to our mission. Likewise, the greenhouses were abandoned as it was not critical to our mission. Alice, it is critical to us. To me. We need these greenhouses to sustain life. The environmental pod also needs to be operational, so we can learn more about Mars and successfully colonize this planet. I want these both to be a top priority. Without these functioning, anyone coming here will just starve to death. Understood, Commander. Maintenance at once. I am sorry for the condition of the pods, Commander. Rovers were not assigned to any duties here. I want to see the comms tower. Where is the muster point to suit up? Follow me, Commander. This is our exterior mission control room and mission staging area. I must warn you, Commander, venturing outside is dangerous. I know. Help me into the suit. Is there oxygen in this one? Yes. Commander, the current temperature outside is 70 F. Your pressure suit will heat rapidly to maintain your core temperature, but battery life will be significantly limited at this time. Perhaps you would want to inspect the Com Towers tomorrow during the noon hour? No. Comms are essential. I want to inspect firsthand what damage there is and how we can get it functional. Commander, your safety is important. Mars is very unforgiving. Open exterior pod doors, Rover 3. Yes, sir. You are good to go.
towers in sight, fully extended. Appears tower head badly damaged. Manual control arm not functional. Cannot condense towers manually. Error code reads 411. Atlas, what does error code 411 read? Error code 411 reads blank. Atlas, check again. Error code 411 is not in system. Atlas, the manual control arm is stuck. Can you operate it through your system? Negative, Commander. Atlas, the tower is fully extended. Significant damage. Is there any way to bring it down for repairs? No, but perhaps we could drop the towers by cutting the base. Like cutting down a tree? Yes, but there is an extreme risk of further extensive damage. What about climbing it, like a tree cutter? But instead of chopping it down, we repair it as it sits fully extended. It may be possible. You would need to construct sufficient climbing gear. Commander, there is a storm approaching on radar. I recommend coming back inside at once. Temperature is falling rapidly 10 degrees per minute. I can feel that. I see the dust cloud. Jesus, it's huge. Coming back. open the pod doors. Welcome back, Commander. 